right, welcome to the Sporting Lounge. So much for joining us. Uh, as always, you have your mysterious I'm proud host, of me, myself, and I, of course. Um, now, as always, we're followed by Travis, the man, the myth, the legend, the no belly button having creature. Um, although I missed these putts, and now I'm in a worse position than I could have been in. And you definitely beat me on this one. Holy shit. As always, uh-huh. we're playing a game, Golf with Friends. I butchered my whole first round. If you don't somehow beat me on the first hole, I'm going to laugh. Now, yeah, yep, you won. You you have a two-stroke lead. Congratulations. Uh, that's <laughs> um, all it takes me normally. Hey, then in that case, I'm glad I'm four strokes. And um, now don't, all I have do to do not do what I did. What the fuck just? Why did mine like stop? What the fuck? I that was weird for both of us. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know where the hole was for a second. It kind of confused me. Oh yeah, man, I got lost too. That's normally how golf around goes, guys. Is we sit here and either do really good or really bad, and there's no in between. There's yeah. no in between. Well, like that. Don't do that. <laughs> we just take turns kicking each other's ass. Um, so today is Fantasy Friday, obviously, because we're sports addicts. Um, so we're super excited for today's episode. And by that, I mean, fuck me, Josh Allen might be out. Haha, Josh Allen might be out. Yeah. I mean, he's got that elbow issue. So we're going to go through some start sits. We're going to go through the games. We're going to tell you who we think is going to win, who's not, all that other normal good stuff. Um, as your favorite content creators, which we're definitely not, but I'm just going to start claiming that right now. So we you guys should have be, to though. Deal with and that's not our fault. Well, it could be. Well, yeah. but <laughs> hey, tell us. Oh, and it's probably because we suck at golf. Oh, I suck at golf. I mean... I, I'm even worse at real golf, like in person. So I will take this. You are swimming for your life. Just think, just think. So uh, we're <laughs> now typically we don't do too much of the Thursday night recap, but I, I have to. Uh, Carolina wins over Atlanta 25 15. PJ Walker was mediocre at best. Mariota did pretty good, had two touchdowns, one uh-huh. interception. Three I mean, for 43 yards. that he stat line is picks. deceiving if you mm-hmm. watch the game, though. Like he, there should have been, like, three interceptions, including a walk-in pick six. Oh, yeah. Big time. He should have definitely had more, more things going against him. Well, thank you for, for hitting my ball a little closer. I'll take the two strokes. You're welcome. Um, uh, Tyler Algier, Brennan, clearly he wasn't worth more than scraps at the draft in the second round that you tried to get someone to pay for more than he's worth. Um, so uh, congratulations, he's living up to his potential. Cordell Patterson came back and did nothing this week. Devontae Foreman apparently is the only running back in that backfield because 31 fucking carries is ridiculous, 130 yards. Especially when the Chuba came back. Yeah, the week that Chuba Hubbard comes back, he's getting that kind of workload. Like, good Lord. Although, Chenault did 42 yards on the ground. 41 of it on one carry. Yep, 41 of it on one carry and a touchdown, which I just thought was kind of cute. Drake London, five catches, 38 yards, but a tutty. You know who my favorite player this entire game was? The entire fucking game? You'll you'll know him. I promise you'll know him. Oh, Oh, I'm a guess. Yeah, that's fucking right. The one, the only, the fucking Kyle Pitts himself. Man, that boy is fucking good. I'm glad someone paid an arm and a leg and offered the fucking heavens and took him before um, Mark Andrews took him before um, everyone. I mean, they were saying this guy is the next best thing since sliced bread. Okay, let me tell you what his stat line is. Burley. I was, I was a sound effect, although I'm not going to put one in. You guys are just going to have to deal with me breathing on the mic. <laughs> Sixth game this year. The man, the myth, the legend, the Kyle Pitts overhyped draft person of the year received the one and only 4.8 uh, points. 
two catches, 28 yards. Six weeks! Six weeks in this year out of 10. He has been subpar. One, two. I'm definitely not that in golf. Five, six. Yeah, six weeks. Mind you, they've done their bye week. So six out of nine weeks. You're telling me that's that's what you drafted in the second round? That's what you drafted in the third round? That's what you're telling me it takes a wide receiver one and an RB one? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) That boy worth nothing. I wouldn't even trade a water bottle for him right now. Okay? That's what that's that's how I'm gonna put that. I wouldn't even trade a water bottle. You a just water bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta I mean fair, I mean bit. water quenches my thirst. Pitts doesn't, doesn't do nothing for me. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> quench my fantasy football. There's, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, let's get off that one. Seahawks, Buccaneers. It, was that game-winning drive and Brady's game a, a sign of a turnaround or a blip? What do you think? Is he going to get back on track against the Seahawks, or are the Seahawks going to stay hot? <laughs> I honestly don't know. Man, it's hard. <laughs> He's like, you don't want to vote against Tom Brady. But for some reason... The Seahawks are pretty fucking good, all right? Um, And Kenneth Walker, it doesn't matter the defense. It doesn't matter. He plays them. He gets yards. He gets points. He does enough. I wouldn't be surprised if he runs for 100. Now, we know the wide receivers on both sides are great. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to give the slight edge to Brady just because it – It'll get him back to 500. He's not known for being under 500 in his career. So I'll go. Brady takes the um, the dub here. Not by much. I'll go an absurd um, 24-20. In Munich and Germany. That's the Germany game. Yep. 9-30. So you got those players. Set your lineup. Yeah, do not... Be like the dumb friend who sits there and oversleeps on a Sunday. Like, come on. First off, you're just No excuse, Austin. You live in Germany right now. Yeah. Yeah. You you literally live there. You you should be going to the damn game. First off. Um Well, that How did what happened? Did we hit each other again? Yeah, we hit each other. And I I went so fast I hit the, the um, blade. Um I'm coming back. Without touching the blade twice, me, but I'm back where I started. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> okay. Oh, it didn't let me jump. Oh, it's because I'm white. I can't jump. So, question: What do you think the game score is going to be? Because, like I said, I'm I'm going uh, twenty twenty four Brady's win. I'm gonna actually have to agree with you. I think it's a little more high scoring, though. I think. Brady and Co. take it 30 to 21. 30 to 21. Wow. Yes. Okay. So you're a little more confident in Brady then, in general. Yes. But at the same, I am, but at the same time, I would not be surprised with Seahawks one either. <laughs> <laughs> the way the season's been playing out, nothing right, surprises that's, me anymore. That's why I'm not like super big on putting a lot of money down on this one. Maybe, maybe I'll look at the draft lines or the uh, betting lines <laughs> and start being like, all right, now I feel comfortable with this one because some of these, I don't know, man. All right. So uh, any big players here that you're like, oh, I definitely want uh, to play. Uh, like a Mike Evans bounce back, gets the touchdown, like, is there a Yeah, I like I like Mike Evans in this game. I like Kenneth Walker in this game. Even though the Bucks run defense is known for being pretty stingy. <clears throat> I still think he can get it done. Okay. Um, he might not have a hundred and thirty yard game, but I still think he gets eighty yards and a touchdown, which for fantasy purposes is beautiful. Especially against a elite defense like that. Oh yes. Oh, yes, big time. 
been putting up RB1 numbers, but I'm expecting more RB2 range this week, but still very solid. I agree. Um, so I just looked up the, the Vegas line. It's Tampa Bay minus two and a half. So all they have to do is win by a field goal. Do you feel confident to put money on that, by the way? That they win by a field goal? That the Buccaneers win by a field goal. No. If there was a game this week that's played that I would not want to have to put money on, it would be this one or the Bills and Vikings, even with Josh Allen being out. That's exactly what I was going to mention next, is the fact that the next game that we're about to talk about, Bills, Vikings, uh, again, you have to pay close, close attention to Josh Allen's injury because what? What? <laughs> Please tell me it's not going to let you putt from up there. What? Okay. <laughs> um, Josh Allen, he might sit out, and if he doesn't, he may have like tempered expectations, in my opinion. Right now it's Bills minus three. I don't feel confident because the Vikings 7-1 to have looked impressive. I think this is a game on the Viking side, even though the Bills have Being a great defense. Yes. You you play all starters on this team. So like Agreed. no matter who they are, all of them. You, you play this could be a shootout. <clears throat> I mean if Case Keenum comes in, he's facing his former team. Right. That he's would gonna, be kind he's of funny. Come in no, I still want to start Case Keenum, even with the offensive weapon sets at his disposal this week if he ends up playing. But I would still still play Stefan Diggs, and you still play everyone on the Vikings, even though Buffalo's defense is, is good in its own right, especially the run defense as well, top five. You're still going to play Dalvin Cook. You're still going to you're still going to play JJ. You're still going to play Cousins in, in super flex leagues. <clears throat> Hell, even in some redrafts, if you're in a 10-team or 10-14-team to 14 team league, you still might be playing Cousins. But, what? Dude. Don't even get me started on this fucking hole. Don't there even get go. me started. There you go. <laughs> I, I'm so done with this fucking hole, bro. You're about to take the lead hardcore. I'm not going to give two separate scores for if – the Viking, or if Josh Allen plays or not, I'm just gonna say the Bills are gonna win 24-21, and it's gonna be ugly. This game is gonna be ugly. I got a, it, I just got a feeling. Low scoring, ugly, or oh my god. I guess high scoring 24-21 is what you consider high scoring. I mean, relatively high scoring. Let's go. Let's not go. Yeah. I, I, did you think it was like behind or something? Uh, okay. So, um, but I think for the most part, Diggs still needs to be started. Jefferson still needs to be started. Thielen's still flexible. Cook needs to be started. If Allen plays, he's still a start. Kirk Cousins, still a start. Uh, what do you think about Hawk in his debut? I mean, for the Vikings, I think. That was nice. If, yes. he's get, if he's looking like that every single week, he's going to be a top five. Top I five. would pay the Kyle Pitts price for TJ Hawk in the dynasty right now, just because I he's think, going to have I think some Hawk's going to have a real shot at actually being that top five guy that he has the potential to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was drafted very high. And the... <laughs> <laughs> talk I about can't... fucking bank is open. And you still did better than me. I'm doing so bad. How are my? How are you only up by four strokes? What is going on? Uh, those two rounds in which I just absolutely got oh. obliterated. Oh. oh, I'm so close. I didn't know that had to happen. What, did you find a, a loophole? Yes, I did. What? You're all the way over there? The f- <laughs> How? How? <laughs> right from spot. I don't... One stroke, get it here. Oh, motherfucker. If I somehow fuck it. No, I forced I four stroked it. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> oh no no no. Okay, but, so um yeah, I would yeah, pay I a high price for him. Yeah, especially since just last week, you know, 
let's see, what was that, week 10 last week? Yeah, yeah. Or, or week 9 last week, mm-hmm. actually. Because mm-hmm. we're on week 10 right now. Right now is our trade deadline. Hence, we're trying to um, go crazy and get people to trade. And yeah, it's not working. That is true. The only reason you get trades done is because you pester people so often and you just keep going and going that eventually they just have to say yes. Um, it's key to it is persistence. Be like, yo, I want this person. That's why you need to go to a job that has sales. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do that because you would do just fine in a world of 500 companies with salesmen. Um, anyways. Yep. Nope. Uh, I like I like Hawk nine catches, um, seventy yards. Great outing for him. Uh, what I really am excited for is the Lions took down Green Bay. They already beat one division rival. Can they beat another one? Because they play the Bears this week. So they beat the Packers last week. They play the Bears this week. Can they do it? Or is Justin's field too much to handle? He's coming into his own. If this game would have, even with the Lions only having one win at the time, if like three three weeks ago you would have asked me this question, I would have said, oh yeah, the Lions are going to curb stomp the Bears. But this game is really interesting now. <laughs> Honestly. Because the Bears offense picked he, it up or because the Lions? Are, well, the Lions have started to figure out on defense a little bit. Bears have started to figure it out on offense a little bit. It's it's this is the toilet bowl, but this could be one of the more entertaining games of the week, honestly. <laughs> it really could be. I agree with that. I, I'm gonna root for my Lions. I'm gonna say we win a 35-31 shootout. 8-35. Wow, that is a shootout. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you start. And Superflex, you start Goff and Fields, and then you you start you can flex Montgomery and Herbert. Then you flex Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, and then you can start Amon Ross St. Brown. What about Darnell Mooney? He's starting to come into. He's starting to get back into my good graces. I think he can. He's starting to. Warrant some flexibility, some flexing, some flex upside is what I'd call that. Yes. Um, if there's well, a week to play them, it's this week. The Lions' defense on paper, I, even though I, I, it is still bad overall, pretty damn bad. But they are starting to play a little bit better. But it's this is still a good spot for him to have a boom game. I'm, I'm going to call Cole Komet gets a touchdown this week. That's what yeah. I'm going to call. Any. Anytime your team faces the Lions, it's a good time to bet on them having an up week. That's a great point. That's a great point. Now, are you ready to call your upset of the week yet? Because we're going into the Jags versus Kansas City. Do you think the Jaguars get it done? No. Yeah, not, I didn't think so. Neither do not, I. <laughs> not an arrowhead. All right. It's, it sucks because the Jaguars' defense is still playing better than expected. The run game is coming into its own. And then after the first three weeks of the season, Trevor Lawrence regressed in the passing game, came to a fizzling halt. If you can't pass the football, you're not keeping up with the Chiefs. I'm sorry. Eaton can go have 150 yards and two touchdowns by himself, but the rest of the offense will have three points and four first downs. That's what, so that's still 17 points. The Chiefs are going to have 40. Sorry. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. The Chiefs are gonna they're gonna walk their way in and out of this game. Um Mahomes start uh, man, I, this backfield still hurts my brain. Uh, so yes. I'd say Stay away from the Chiefs backfield. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would you're say. Literally it's just like playing, just, you're just literally guessing who's gonna get the touchdown that week. Right. At this um, point. And I don't like uh, that game. I don't like being in that situation. Ex- exactly. I'm feeling a little more confident and Juju. Um, Ju- Juju's starting to be a 100% guaranteed wide receiver three with extremely approaching that wide receiver two floor. His ceiling's high end as wide receiver two. Or is, you know, he's not a wide receiver one yet. But he's starting to. He's starting he's to blossom life. into that. 
Mm-hmm. So I agree. Um, let's let's look at Juju the last four weeks. What's 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 he had in the last four weeks? So Juju in the last four weeks. Last week he had ten catches on twelve targets, eighty-eight yards. And Solid. then he had the bye week. And then the week before that, he had eight targets, seven catches, 124 with a touchdown. Week it's before that, solid. five catches, 113 with a touchdown. And then the week before that, eight targets, but only three catches, 33 yards. But okay. he's gotten way more involved in the last three weeks of games, not including bye week. Yes. <clears throat> if he's maintaining that target, that target share each week, then... People I mean, that paid for Juju, you know, you probably got you're getting great return on the value that you've probably spent on him right now. Oh yeah, and anytime you can get eight to ten or eight to twelve targets a week, that's something I I would want to buy. Yeah, you know, and, and if you have him, especially if you're on a team that's rebuilding, you should sell him right now. Shane, I want him, please. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, are you doing a little bit of hint, hint? He knows. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not gonna get him. <clears throat> he wants a lot. I mean, I reached out to him and I told him, you know, hey, what is Travis offering for? And then a couple of players that I knew you'd be interested in. And, you know, one of them was like David Mount, like it included David Montgomery and Brandon Cooks and all this. And I was like, why didn't you accept that? <laughs> I know. Like I get involved too, uh, but bro, your team needed that, that extra help everywhere else, but that's all right. Um, on the other side, I don't know, Trevor Lords. He's he's startable, right? In a two man or two two QB league, I'd say I'd call him startable. I, I, I'd say you could, but I'm not confident in him anymore. He's starting. He had gained my confidence back, and I was starting to talk good about him the first couple weeks of the season, the first three four weeks, first four weeks, and then since then he's starting to. He's had like one good game since then. He's been eh to below average in every other game. I agree. He um he had a hot start to the year and has kind of trailed off. But you know who hasn't trailed off yet? Who? Travis Etienne. Now, <laughs> that boy, that boy's something. Racked off his third game in a row with both a touchdown and over 100 yards. I'm just throwing that out there. In the last... Three weeks, he's had four touchdowns. In the last three weeks, he's had 306, 70, 73 yards. So maybe more if my math is wrong. 300, 360, 369. Yeah, 380. My math was. Nope, 379. Had to Uh, double check my math. Uh, So he's been going off. Doesn't matter what the defense looks like. That boy gets 80% of the uh, the field snaps. He gets all the work. He's amazing. Now, do you remember the trade that sent him from you to me? Do you want to discuss that real quick? Nope. No? Nope. Do you remember that player I had to give up in, in the offseason in nope. March for, for this one player? Nope. No? No. No memory? That counted as a stroke? Wow. You're already going to win this hole, unless I somehow hit this. Nope, I didn't. Okay, so uh, Devontae Smith. All righty. Other than that, I don't say play any other person besides maybe Flex Kirk because he is their number one, but he has up-down weeks. Um, Right into Miami versus Cleveland. This is my upset of the week. I was going to ask you because I'm kind of thinking about calling – Cleveland plus three and a half. So I, I think Cleveland can get it done. It's 27-21. 27-21. So you're saying? Plus six. By six. By six. Well, okay. Okay. Um, Brissett and Tua, are they startable? Or are they both? Uh... Tua is. I don't, I don't want to play Brissett. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. I uh, even in two QB leagues, you can do better than Brissett. <clears throat> okay, um, I'll ask you some of those later. Okay. Um, Chubb, uh, obvious uh, start, I, right? 
Yes, Chubb's a set in play. Doesn't matter who you're playing. He's just locked, unless he's on a bye week. Bo yeah. show. I agree with that. Bo show. There we go. Uh, what about Kareem Hunt? Is he semi flexible or no? Um, in this game, yes. The Miami defense on paper is beautiful, but they're underperforming. They're not bad, but they're not as good as they should be. They've given up yardage. They've been in shootouts and games, but they shouldn't have been like the Lions. Um. So yeah, you can, you can still, you can still flex Kareem in this game, and then you're, even though, Brissett hate. I just he's made Cooper very relevant this year, and you can play Cooper, lock him in. Yes, yes, he has. Cooper has been great. Uh, people are saying you know DPJ strong flex opportunity. I say just keep an eye open. If you've got better options out there, obviously go with them. Um, yes, 100%. don't get too locked. All right. That's <gasps> right. Lava. I burned my lava. shot. I two stroke this one, so that's what you do. Not two. <laughs> Not two at all. Because apparently, no, that, the and then on the other side, you you're starting to. Uh, you're, you're obviously re, Tyreek and. Jalen Waddle, easy. Auto locks. They're both in our league because of the settings. They're both top five at the moment. So, yeah. I'm pretty happy and confident. I got Waddle. I mean, yeah. I don't blame you. Whoever gave him up was dumb. That was you. Mm hmm. I mean, I also gave up Cooper Cup. I also gave up Lamar Jackson. At one point, I had Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. And Cooper Cup. So, we don't need to talk about my horrible planning or decision making, okay? Fine. So, (laughs) (laughs) Raheem Moser, Jeff Wilson, because, like, it's... (sighs) Sorry, I went silent. I was surprised I missed that. Um, I'm a little wary on them now, just because I think Wilson's going to start eating in... Two Mostert's touches. Not that Mostert's been bad. He's actually been starting to play pretty well again. This is the scheme that he's flourished in his whole career. Um, and Wilson. But it's just because Wilson knows the offense so well and he's good in it in his own right. And why not? You know, it's kind of the way the league's turning is you don't have a clear... Saquon Barkley, a clear <laughs> Nick Chubb, a clear CMC. Derrick Henry. You don't have a that level of guy... It's better just, you know, be a dual backfield, especially if you have an offense that can put up points very quickly, like because of Tua, Tyreek, and Waddle. So I think you might still really get away flexing them, but I'd cautiously do it. I think they're it's going to turn into a guessing who's going to get the touchdown kind of thing. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, I see that, yeah. Um, and that's why I've had my reserves about it because um, it's definitely one in which, well, you know, I bought Raheem Mostert because he was going off and I was like, hey, I need a little bit more running back depth. And then guess what happens? You know, he, he comes. Jeff Wilson. Yep. They traded for Jeff Wilson. He came back down to earth. Um, here's a interesting and a fun one. Um, Houston versus... Uh, the Giants. I mean, that's your boy, Davis Mills. I, right. Giants have been interest have been good this year. Houston's been interesting as well. I think they've underperformed in a lot of situations. They could have done better, but I th- I think the Giants actually might beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Pierce might, they, you know, Damian Pierce might do well. Mills might even have an okay day, but it's, the Giants defense is actually pretty good. I agree. Um, I would call this one 17, no, seven, no, do I really think? I'll go, yeah, I'll go 17 for Houston, 24 for the Giants. I wouldn't be surprised if it's, 28-17 Giants. <clears throat> okay. Give 
You can do it. Did not hit my bank. Um, yeah, I agree. Now, on the other side, Barkley, auto start. Daniel okay. Jones, I think very flexible, very playable in this matchup. Yeah, he's actually not been horrible. He hasn't been asked to do as much this year because, again, Barkley, and he doesn't look who he has a throw to. I mean, it's no excuse, Aaron Rodgers. He's got a 6-3 and three record with the same thing you're dealing with. And you can't even say it's because of Barkley for the defense. You got a good defense on paper, and Aaron Jones is pretty good in his own right. Yep. Aaron Jones has been pretty good, uh, thankfully. So um, with that, on this one, Wendell Robinson, any interest in the receivers? Any at all? Uh, yes. I actually suggest to Travis he play Wendell Robinson this week. Really? Yes. Why? It's not a bad move. I like I like him. He's going to get more opportunity. The Giants know that they wasted money on Kenny Galladay. I think they're going to. Oh, you think the biggest situation. bank robber in the world? <laughs> they're just, is, is that what you mean? Yeah, they're eventually going to move away from that situation. They traded Kadarius Tony away. Sterling Shepard's had more concussions than games played in the last like three seasons. And Darius Slayton is really the only other guy there that's competing for that, and Richie James that can compete for touches. And Richie James just had like a he's been after he had a decent th- first three four games of the season, and then he's okay. been Poof. really bad since then. Fell off a cliff. Gone. <clears throat> uh, neither so, tight ends worth jack shit to me. So if there's the guy, if there's a if there was ever a time for Wendell Robinson to get an opportunity to see what he's made of, it's now. And I think he's got a bright future. I liked him. He was somebody I wanted to draft in, the, in our draft in the third round. And Travis took him right before I wanted to. He was like, I'm going to take Wandell. He's like, you're not going to be mad. And I was like, no, take him. That's what it is. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> if it's a good move for your he's, team, he's, take he's, him, bro. He's, he's kind, and I love it. I mean, that is a great quality to have, but this is fantasy football. So, you know, at the end of the day. I could have been I'm, like, I'm a, I should have been like, no, no, dude, don't take him. Let me have him. <laughs> um, no, nah, I agree. So, Saints, Pittsburgh. Um, Saints, I think, lose this one. Close one. 17 um, 18. Um, I think that's how it goes. And I think. I'm going to laugh if Kamara's uh, hearing goes wrong this week and he gets into suspended. Oh, that, I mean, it could happen, right? Technically, yeah. I mean, I don't know how fast-acting a suspension could happen, but his hearing could go wrong. That's very possible. (laughs) Did you already make this hole? No, what's up? Believe it or not, I am already halfway to the stroke limit. Oh, my Lord. Okay, well, then I've won. (laughs) I kept getting burned by those two. Um, So, uh, yep. Pay attention to his court hearing for Alvin Kamara. Chris Olay, auto start. Um, oh, he's Jarvis... everyone on that team the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. If Jarvis Landry's back, um, be careful if you play him. Like, if you if you have to, sure. But, like, temper the expectations for it. Um, that's how I'll put that. Oh, my Lord. What is this hole doing? I don't know, but I'm on a really big slide. Yeah. Oh, there's a dragon down here um on the other side Najee Harris yeah go ahead and keep starting him for what the price you fucking paid for him you know what I mean like right you got to he's on the verge of I mean at this point I wouldn't even be playing him unless you have to because of the price you paid for him obviously but you know Jalen Warren you know another week or two of subpar play from Najee and it's very real I I know people are gonna might, so there are some people that might think it's blasphemous to say this, but if you've been paying attention to what's going on inside that locker room, what's been coming out of their word and mouth is it's, it's very real. It's very real if Najee has another bad outing or two in a row that Jalen Warren becomes the starter. Yeah. Very, oh, it's, yeah. It's very real. We've, we've already entered that territory. Oh, yeah. We most certainly have. So... I mean, for the fact that, I mean, they drafted him for fantasy in the purposes, first. and because of that, I'm not playing 
Oh no 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 no! If if you haven't hit your trade deadline yet, and you're a Najee Harris owner, and you can get someone to still buy the hype or buy the second season push or whatever, sell, sell for a ton of flex upgraded players, and he does not look the same as he did last year. I don't know if teams watched tape on him and knew they didn't have to guard the pass as much. I don't know if he just took a step back or if there's a nagging injury or what it is. He doesn't look the same. He's not good. And fuck you for going to the place with the chickens. Um, Deontay <laughs> Johnson is playable. Uh, same thing with George Pickens. I like George yeah, Pickens. I do too. And I think tight end wise, you can definitely do worse than playing Pat Fryermuth. Fryermuth's coming into his own. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially in a dynasty. He's a good person. He's a good player to have. I agree with that. Um, Tennessee, Denver. I think Tennessee is going to steamroll them. They're starting to play good. Their defense is starting to play good. Derrick Henry's starting to look like Derrick Henry again. Russell Wilson looked a little better his last week, but I still haven't seen And they traded away Bradley Chubb on defense. Like They still got Patrick Sertan, but... Doesn't matter. Now I didn't guard get Henry. They don't throw the ball anyways. Right. I was gonna say. And they trade uh, Bradley Chubb. That's a wrap. Unless Russ in the offense decides that they can, they decide to show up and make it so the Titans have to figure out how to pass the ball. Titans are gonna walk them. <clears throat> I think. Uh, I think I might call you on this because right now it's Tennessee minus two and a half, and. I'm feeling like uh, dangerous. Ooh. I'm calling Broncos 21, Titans 17, and I'm calling it dangerous. Gets the win at the end with a touchdown. Um, I think I think that's where this this is my upset, um, and I take right now. You know, I'm I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. I'm gonna put a little bit of money on. This game? Denver. Yep. Okay. Denver plus two and a half. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. I am right. not going to put any money on, but I'm going to, for my prediction, I'm going to take the same exact score, but flip it. Tennessee 21, Denver 17. <clears throat> oh. I got you to flip over. I'm, I, like I think that. Tennessee's going to win. No, no, no. You want Denver to win. No. Yes, you do. No. Why? Are you some sort of whore? No, I think Tennessee's going to win. Yeah, I don't blame you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you there, bud. (coughs) Uh, Traylon Burks, uh, go ahead and sit him. He's he's designated to return from IR, but don't don't play him. Like, if you're coming out here playing Traylon Burks his first week back and, and he gets you any amount of points, be happy, even if it's three. Okay, that's how I'll put that. If you come out there thinking he's dropping 25, I'm going to personally find you and smack you because let me tell you right now, uh, if he does that and he's on my bench, I'm going to cry straight up, and that's what you get for making me cry. All right? Yeah. Do you remember what I traded on draft day to get Trey Lindbergh's? Yeah, you literally traded DK Metcalf straight up. Straight up. I proven receiver because I loved – Watching his film, I loved breaking down his analysis, his profile, his athletics. I view him as a monster. My comp for him was funny enough, AJ Brown, which I guess, you know, a lot of people had that. Um, But that's the style of player, a taller, more athletic AJ Brown. Um, What? I love AJ Brown, though. I know. I'm so happy he's on my he's, team. I was going to say, he's doing you pretty good right now, huh? Yeah. I For Dynasty, I have a very great young core of receivers. I have Olave, Amon Rossi Brown, Jalen Waddle, A.J. Brown. I have Debo Samuel still. And I have Alec Pierce. And Ter- I picked Terrace Marshall back up. He's He's been looking a little bit better. He's getting a lot more opportunity now that Robbie Anderson's gone. He's turned into the number two receiver on that team. He's getting a lot more opportunity, and it's turning into fantasy relevancy the last couple of weeks that it is so um and we'll talk about our teams at the end of this like always yes how did you make i shot the same hole oh, okay you didn't make it through I no like, i went uh, off the ledge i hit the chicken's butt me too that's why i was so confused 
because um, I did the same thing you did. <laughs> uh, I had to ask the chicken why you crossed the road. Robert Woods may be kind of playable, um, but not really. I'm not playing anyone on the Titans offense besides Derrick Henry until they give me a reason to. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, honestly. What about Ryan Tannehill? Is he, you know, QB two flexible in a if you're in a super flex league? I guess you can consider playing him, but you can do better. I mean, he's been out the last couple of weeks, but he's questionable to come back. If he does, then obviously Malik Willis straight to the bench. But I mean, you weren't starting Malik Willis and being super like happy about it. You know what I mean? So. He's got some kinks to work out, but he he he's still young and he's got a whole handful of game action. Right. Okay. So this I hate. Okay, I made it. Um, I Melvin Gordon, Chase Edmonds, Latavius Murray. It's really whoever gets the touchdown. You're not asking for yardage. You're not asking for anything. Who do you believe has the best chance to score a touchdown in this backfield this week? <sighs> Latavius Murray. Just okay. because Edmonds is his first week, he might he's not going to be trusted with goal line work right off rip. Melvin Gordon is had a fumbling issue this year, so I think they're going to trust Murray with the most in red zone situations. Which is the most important. Yes. So, in that case, my question goes to you, good sir. Jared, Judy, Cortland, Sutton, both playable, both flexible, both what? Flexible. I'd be cautious with everything else, though, and so, like, again, give you reason to otherwise. Obviously, you might be in a situation where you drafted them higher than you should have, and so you might be expecting them to be a wide receiver one or two, potentially, and they're not – I mean, there was a good portion of the season, the start, that Sutton was worth that, but they both haven't quite been the same since. Judy's been a little bit better the last couple of weeks. Oh, yes. Judy has looked better, looked more up to his first-round standard. He also, in the last, I mean, since week five, he's had eight targets, seven targets, 11 targets, seven targets. And again, what I said was most important is targets. So opportunity opportunity predicts all so um that's what i say um and i you know i take him um now you say tennessee wins i don't like that that's okay colts versus raiders uh sam ellinger's the dog he's got that dog in him you know what i mean i'm excited to see what happens with Sam Ellinger making a second career start, Jonathan Taylor coming back, and then Jeff Saturday being the coach. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be all about that front line play. I can tell you that right Against now, the man. Raiders who can't seem to do anything right in the right times and lose games in a different way every single week. They're turning into the AFC Falcons. Oh my God. Yeah, they are. Oh, Except it's well. worse for the Raiders because. The Raiders have like three less wins than we would expect them to at this point, whereas Falcons already have like two more wins than we'd expect them to at this point. So, yep, yep, dude. The how the Falcons doing this? Someone, someone page me immediately and tell me how the fuck they're doing this. So, um, start Jonathan Taylor most likely because you have to. What about Michael Pittman? Yes, you're gonna yeah. You, you kind of have to flex wide receiver three range with upside, obviously, because of his talent, but be cautious. It's that touchdown, play. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Derek Carr, do you play him? Start him? 2QB, uh, I think he's startable still. I think he is, but he's fallen. He's, he, he needs to give us a reason. He's... He's freaking out. He's, I don't know what is going on with him. He is just not doing as good as we would like, hope adding Devontae Adams. Right, yeah, considering he went out there, got an elite wide receiver, and has just said, nope, I'm good at all of this. Are you? 
I'll just do that. Fuck it. Did you get shot out by the the cannon thing too off to the wrong direction? Because I did Maybe. it at first. Um. So Josh Jacobs, you automatically play, right? He's too yeah, good. He's, to... he's having a good season. All right. Devonta Adams, you unfortunately have to start. Uh, most likely for what you pay paid for him. Um, but also the fact that Mac Jones or Mac Collins, not Mac Jones, Mac Collins is the daddy every now and then, uh, if you know what I mean. He just randomly shows a, up. Yeah, he's and, having a decent season, especially now that Renfro's officially on IR. He, you could probably actually people who need some wide receiver depth and need a change up there because they're not getting the production they need. Uh, if he's still available, he's worth a speculative ad. I can agree with that. I can, I can, I can totally see and that. And especially since, yeah, not only is Hunter Renfro on IR, Darren Waller's going on IR. So, being Jacobs out of the backfield, he's having a good year running the ball. He's still not necessarily getting a ton of reception opportunity. Travis, but... no, it's just fall <laughs> in the hole. <laughs> I just got but. Really, it's just he's going to be number two in the pecking order for targets at behind Devontae for the remainder of the season. Oh, yeah. So. I completely agree. Now, who wins it, Raiders or Colts? I think the Colts are going to win this one. They're going to find a way to win. Somehow, Jeff Saturday is going to have them hyped up enough, and the Raiders are going to find another way to lose some, a game that they should have won. Although, I could say the same thing, and he's kind of done that a lot, too. But I, th- I think it's going to be 24-20. I can agree to that. But Colts. And, yeah, and I'm going Colts as well. Um, just because I think they're going to do enough in the front line with uh, Jeff Saturday being there. Um, and the offensive line of Jonathan Taylor is going to want to come back and pop someone in the mouth. And I think this is the week he goes for you know, 120 and probably two touchdowns and pop someone. I might even put some money on his anytime touchdown score uh, just because I have faith. Um, <clears throat> the absolutely amazing defensive player of the year, Micah Parsons, um, and the 6-2 and two Dallas Cowboys versus the uh, NFL's most regressed quarterback, um, not named oh, wow. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I say Dallas wins this. I don't know about you, but I'm going to bet against a goat for once. I'm going to take my, my little poker chips, put them in the center. And for your birthday, we should get a poker chip set just to let you know. I have one. Perfect. We're playing poker. I'm, I'm done. Um, I'm going Dallas. I'm going, Ooh, because I, I can't count Zeke, but I like Pollard more. I'm going 28-25, Dallas. I'm gonna Ooh, do I make that Green Bay? Man, it's hard I'm, to bet against I'm going to agree the winner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to agree the score of the winner. <clears throat> okay. This is my but, blowout of the week, 28-14, Cowboys. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Dak and CeeDee Lamb, auto starts, Tony Pollard and... Zeke, I, I guess you kind of have to play him hand in hand, and you're flexing both. If Zeke doesn't play, automatic start for Pollard. Yes. Okay. Even though Jerry Jones did say, even if Zeke's not playing, he's only getting a max of like thirty touches or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, he does. Which he's like it does enough. limit his upside because there's a cap that's there, but still, if, if like reaching that, like you do get thirty touches, that's a lot of touches. So. I agree. Um, now, Aaron Jones, still startable. Um, AJ Dillon, I don't, I, I don't know. In the last five weeks or so, I haven't been happy with him. So I'd say just stay away from Dillon. Yes. Okay. So, um, what about on the wide receiver side? You know, are you finally interested in like Alan Lazard becoming like a? wide receiver two startable every week. Cause I mean, if you look at his games, they're not that bad actually. Like he's, no, he's quietly putting up a, a, a mid to high end wide receiver three season. So 
Right. He's, he, he should be rostered, especially since on any given week he could be Aaron Rodgers' number one target. I and agree. I'm, and with the injuries that are piling up on most weeks it is, I'd say probably 70% of the time. And I think he's better than Christian Watson. Uh, Dobbs is out. I think he's better than Amir Rodgers, uh, who's questionable. I mean, maybe flex Robert Tanya in this game. Um, you know, I think he could be a solid little piece for, for Rodgers. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the absolute shit bowl of the week, Arizona versus the Rams. Um, <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Like There's these a good chance two both teams. quarterbacks don't play. Yeah, yeah. Kyron the, Williams is coming is making his debut. That if they're that con- if they're gonna if they're gonna actually put him in and give him his debut, that tells me Stafford's gonna play. Okay. Um, I mean, at the moment, they've got the Rams minus three, so they think the Rams are going to win by at least three points. I don't feel confident on either side. I know Kyler Murray's been picking up that controller because that new MV2 is apparently amazing. Uh, Stafford's elbow doesn't look the same. So this is what I'll say. With 100% confidence, you can start Cooper Cup. You can start DeAndre Hopkins. You can play Kyler Murray. You can stop right there. <laughs> yeah. If, like uh, if hundred percent confidence. If Stafford actually plays, then you need a tight He's, end. Then you can play Higby too. Other than that, say. that's it. But if Stafford doesn't play, then no. <laughs> right. I've got no interest in James Conner or Eno Benjamin. Uh Darrell Henderson's nice as like a, a flex upside, but that's if he gets into the touchdown. But with them bringing Kyron Williams and Cam Akers, I don't no, thank you to all of that. Um, score, I'm going to go pitiful. I'm going to go low. I'm going to say it's a disastrous game for both. The defense wins it for Arizona. I'm going Arizona. Um, we'll go 14 to 12. That I think cards go... win by two. Again, I'm not going to do a score for if Stafford and plays or whatnot. I'm just going to. I want to believe in the Rams just because of Stafford. That's that hometown love right there. Yeah. Something's telling me to say the Cardinals are going to win this game, and I agree. It's going Something. to be ugly. I'm going to say it's going to be like 1917 Cardinals. And you know what? I'm going to put some money on that right now. Boom. <laughs> money on it. Money on cards because I'm taking right. it. I want to see the receipts on the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can see my low wagers? Yes. <laughs> Five dollar bets. Yeah, uh, for for these, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll do I'll do big money on like anytime touchdown scores and stuff. But like for for these game bets, because this has been tell me this has felt like an odd NFL year. Like it just feels it really has weird. Like if if you replace Russ and Geno, you'd be like, oh yeah, no surprise. The Seahawks are six and three, and the Broncos are three and five. But no, 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 no. Russ is on the Broncos. And they're three and five, yeah. and you're just like, "What? Did that guy feel dangerous on the ride over and forgot how to play football?" It also helps that the offensive line's been a lot better than expected in Seattle. In Seattle, but, they, oh, but yeah. they they also got a lot of players back on offensive line from injury that that were, that were hurt last year. And then, but the big factor is their defense took huge steps, and they drafted well, Wooten, Woolen, or whatever his name is, that rookie. Has been mm-hmm. every bit as good as Sauce Gardner. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's a fourth round pick, and he's good. Yeah, I think his so, name so is their de- so their defense. Like, so their defense instead of uh, they ex- everyone expected their defense to be like a bottom five defense going into the season. I mean they they're not elite, but they're right there like middle of the pack, fourteenth like ranked overall defense I think. Right. Fifteenth. So it's not Which... that, them having a defense that's capable has also helped them be able to stick to their game plan and offense, which has helped Gino a lot. Oh, big time. And Gino doesn't care about the hype. He doesn't care about any of that. So you know what he does? He just just plays football. Mm-hmm. It works out great for him. He's All a good right. game manager. But he also presses the ball down the field pretty well, too. Yep. He's, he's a game manager that has a longer leash. I mean, when you're six and three, you can kind of have that leash and 
You're well, it helps that you have two very good downfield threats. <laughs> Lockett and Metcalf for sure. Yeah. All right. One of the more exciting games this week. You know, I want to save that one for last. One of the <laughs> ones that I'm calling a blowout, Eagles, Washington. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love my boy Heineke. That boy plays. That boy is a that he's a dog, but this dog is being locked up in the dog house. Okay. Let me put it this way. 31 to 12. No, 31 to 10. <laughs> Just a massacre. Eagles walk in there, show some fucking penis, and they put it out there that they are here to win the <laughs> NFC. Okay. They ain't fucking around. This is why we can't say where I work. <laughs> <laughs> This is exactly why I do not promote my brand at work. Okay. I my active listeners can be a little lower until I clean up my my verbiage. Because <laughs> I would never get looked at it for a promotion. They'd be like, did you know on this week's episode you said he was gonna whip out his fucking penis and show it off? But I mean Jalen Hurts is that guy, is he not? Everyone yeah, is he's, like, he's play he's playing really good. Everyone bought into the hype this year. I was like, no, no, no. I'll take my no back. That boy can play. Now, I knew he could play from his Alabama days and from Oklahoma, so I knew he was good. I just didn't know if the scheme would fit. I didn't feel like it was going to be all that impressive. Now, granted, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> I can't believe he's not MVP. That's because Mahomes and Allen are both doing equally as well, but Allen's potential injury could really shake up that MVP race. For sure, for sure. Um, honestly, I think Jalen Hurts deserves it because he took this this team that w- I'm pretty sure all of us were like, "Oh yeah, they'll be good," but we were we were expecting Dak and Dallas to be in the lead of the the group. But then again, the trade for AJ uh, Brown has been phenomenal. I did uh, say what was it week two? I think it was like week two. It was week one or week two that I said the Eagles and Vikings were going to be the one and two seed in the NFC. You did. We need to hire someone to go back through, do all of our, like, who we called the win, who we didn't, and all that good stuff. Because we need to get a tracker. Maybe at the end of the season, I'll I'll rank them all up and then post them on the Facebook. Um, someone quietly Sa- – I was going to say, I was just about to say, Miles Sanders. Someone who's had a quietly good bounce back here. 131 carries, 656 yards on the ground, six touchdowns after having zero touchdowns last season. Well, that's because Doug Peterson doesn't know how to fucking coach, and he – Annoys the hell out of me as being a coach. How did Doug Peterson and Frank Wright get win a, su- win a Super Bowl together and then become and the both laughing jo- stocks? Like, yeah, I they're mean, both going to be jobless. <laughs> I was say Wright is already, and Peterson's one good, one more bad season in Jacksonville for being on the hot seat. Yeah, um, that's called the Nick Foles Carson Wentz MVP season. Like Carson Wentz was all the way up in the MVP season talk. He was phenomenal. Nick Foles took over. And we knew Nick Foles was good before. Like he's never deserved to be just solely a backup. He's deserved his starting chances. He can just never make him last um, because he shows he's mediocre. Also, you've got like less than two minutes to shoot and get to the hole. Um, So, yep, nope, they should both be fired. But now this coach unlocked their potentials. Miles Sanders comes out and shows – Remember, remember how high I was on Miles Sanders? I was like, yes, I get that he only has one year of college production. But remember who he sat behind in college? The one and only Saquon Barkley. He learned from Saquon. He is going to yes. be good. And I trusted him for the first couple of years. And you know what? For those first couple of years, uh, those first two years, he did just fine for me. And then I ended up selling him. Um, and he's kind of bounced around teams back and forth, back and forth. So... It, he's a guy that people always underrate and undervalue. So like the end of the season, if I was in contention, quote unquote, or like, let's say right now you're in contention and he's on a roster that isn't in contention, go ahead and offer some picks, go grab him. He could there's help a you reason win. A super when I sold two of my running backs, all the guys that run out of the four ahead of my bench, there's a reason why he's the one that I held on to. I agree. <laughs> that was smart. Um, AJ Brown's an automatic start. Uh, Devonte Smith, boomer bust flex for me. Um, yep. 
Gibson. AJ Brown's a sit and play insta lock every week as well. Oh yeah, you don't take him out unless he's hurt. Um, Antonio Gibson, uh, low flex at best. Uh, same thing with Brian Robinson. He's low get, flex. He's getting he's getting the uh, usage now to where like in, in better matchups you can have Gibson be like almost an RB two again. Thank you for the fifteen stroke lead. But uh. You know, this wow, week, I, I, last think, I, I think I think game it. scripts gonna not let him be as use as he's definitely not gonna have that kind of performance this week. Got that Eagles defense and the fact that the rest of their offense is question mark from week to week basis because of the inconsistent quarterback and offensive line play. Oh, I agree. Um, I agree. Terry McLaurin, I'd start. Curtis Samuel, I'd flex. Jahan Dotson, maybe sit for one week just to see how he comes back. Um, and, you know, yeah. so you don't get your hopes up too high. But, like, if you have to play him, you know, I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm wary of the offensive players in Washington right now just because everything that's going on there. Did you go the wrong way? It's very possible. You're supposed to go you up or down. You just fucking went the wrong way. Yo. <sighs> oh, that's good. I hate my life. Did oh, you not see the giant pirate flag at the top? Nope. I did not even look. Now I see the big bird, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, now for the most exciting game of the week for me. San Francisco charge uh San Francisco 49ers Los Angeles Chargers high scoring shootout the whole way. Your thoughts? Yes, I think you start all the big names on both sides of the football this week. It's 100%. I think you in a 2 QB league you can put Garoppolo in. Obviously Herbert's a top 7 option every single week. Um mm-hmm. Mike Williams comes back, you play him. If not, Palmer's the guy that you play. You play Everett this week. You obviously sit and lock Eckler. <clears throat> On the other side of the football, like I said, two QB leagues, you can do Garoppolo. You sit and play CMC. You lock in Debo as well if he's yep. back. Yep. Um, you can play Kittle this week again, obviously. You play, I mean, you can play Kittle every week. But he's starting to turn it back on a little bit. Um. You so still, what about you could, you could you could flex Ayuk, even, and okay, I may have missed a person. Um, did you say Joshua Palmer yet? Yes, I was gonna say if Mike Williams is out, then uh, then you're playing Palmer. He's he he'll be getting the main target. Obviously, well, receive rec- wide receiver position wise, he'll be the tar- lead target getter, but he might not get as many targets as Eckler if he's the main number one receiving option. They might run the offense directly. We've seen them do it before many times. <clears throat> that we have, and I would not be surprised if they do. So, yeah, I basically, if they there, throw them in because they're going to be good. All righty. So, other than that, hmm. yeah, I've got – Oh, I was going to ask you some start or sits on a particular player, wasn't I? Who did yeah. you disrespect that I was like, okay, we'll test that in a little bit? I'm going to be honest with you, Chief. How did we forget this quickly? We've got some bad memories. That's what happens when you make me focus on the game and tell me I'm was it Jac- down by 50 strokes. Oh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I, was, I, don't yeah, I was going to say, was it Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> Jacoby Brissett or Davis Mills? Oh, I guess I would, if I had to, I'd play Brissett over Mills, but I don't, I'm not playing either one of them if I don't have to. Well, this is, would you rather not? Yes, I, I would, hey, I would, I, I would, no. I would go Brissett over Mills right now. Okay. For this Trevor game. Lawrence, Brissett. This week, Lawrence, because if the offense wakes up, this could be a shootout because they're playing the Chiefs. Any game against the Chiefs can turn into a shootout. Okay. It's a fantastic point. Um, 
Let's go. Brissett, Jared Goff. I'd play Jared Goff. Okay. Um, Jared Goff or Justin Fields? This week, honestly, I would take, I would take, fuck it, let's find out. I'd I'd play Fields, actually. Oh, okay. I like Um, it. I want to see what the kid's got. He's showing off now. Justice Fields or Tua Tonga Bailoa? <laughs> Tua. Not even close. Um, Dangerous I mean, or Jared Goff? How did you just block Russ. everything? For, for Russ. I don't want to say Russ, but I guess I'm going to. Russ? Okay. It doesn't feel good to say his name, huh? No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't even feel right that I said that. I just went in the water. Yeah, you got to watch the cannon. I went in the water again. Oh, no, I did it. I made it. How did you end up way close when we shot at the same time? I don't what know. What horror I... shit is this? You know, you owe me a Harry Potter movie that marathon, and you better hold my hand. All righty, so for that, I go ahead. That. <laughs> Hit the like, subscribe, share, comment. Do whatever you got to do. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to watch Harry Potter without you. I'm just kidding.